0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Spark Talk. All right. Sorry we're a little bit behind on our week four recap. Uh, Wyatt had some tests to take care of and studying to take care of, so that's more important. But let's go right into our news before we uh, recap some of these games. Uh, Wyatt, what's the quote with John Gruden? All
1: right. So John Gruden is surprised by uh, uh ability to uh, – pa- to uh, rush the passer, so this is his quote. I guess like after the uh, week four game, he said, "Damn, Khalil Mack had another strip sack." Uh, he had in the question. He asked it rhetorically. He said, "Are you kidding me?" And then, uh, and <laughs> then, and then, uh, yeah. supposedly so he said, "Obviously, uh, in September, he said obviously Khalil Mack didn't want to play here." Uh, he said that in uh, September. So it it seemed, it sounds like. He's trying to justify trading him a little bit in a sense to where it doesn't look as bad on, bad on him as it as it has been because he said, oh he didn't want to play here, so we traded him because he wanted to play it anyways if uh, we didn't trade him Oh well, yeah, that was basically why like, he's trying to save himself, but
0: well yeah, that was a while ago, but yeah. like with these in regards to these, it's just I think he's kind of regretting it now, yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't know why he didn't regret it straight out the gate when he traded him and then be like, oh, crap, I don't know why I traded him. (laughs) But when you see a guy who now has tied the record for most consecutive um, strip sack fumbles or strip sacks, uh, period.
1: Simeon Rice and Robert Mathis. Yeah. Yeah. um,
0: Tied that record with those guys for four straight games with a strip sack. It's,
1: uh, yeah. There's nothing else to say about it. It's just you don't you don't trade a, gener- a generation player like that.
0: Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a generational talent. You only find guys like that mm-hmm. once every 10 years maybe? Yeah. Once every five years if you're lucky. Yeah, and we're lucky um, to
1: have two of them in the league with Von Miller too. We're lucky to have both of them in the league at the they same were,
0: time. And they were about four years apart or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they come – I mean, you're going to get great pass rushers, but I mean – I think if we look at it right now, we can see that Khalil Mack has made a huge impact on yeah. the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just... They, I don't think... That, the Bears' defense was really good. They were top 10 last year. But, but I don't think they'd be, what, the second-ranked defense yeah, in the yeah. league this year? Definitely. So, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, jeez, man. All right. Let's move on from that. Let's go to the Earl Thomas situation. So, Earl Thomas... Um, was carted off the field, um, given the f- and started giving the finger to what appeared to be the Seahawks sideline. Yeah. Um, he broke his leg or fra- or fra- had a leg fracture, fractured his tibia. Um, he'll be out for the entire season. Um, this is what the second time this has happened to him. I think so. Yeah. I hate to see it, and see here's I'm not gonna try to go off on a huge rant, but my thing is. People want to get mad that these guys won't play. They're selfish. They're going to hold out. Oh, well, all all they care about is money. If you had that much money on the line Mm -hmm. for your kids, your grandkids, and your grandkids' kids to be okay where they could pursue whatever they wanted to do, wouldn't you make it a big deal? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to sit out and get as much money as possible? These guys are not just thinking about themselves. They're going to have families. I would assume most of them will or maybe do. Yeah. Their, their kids are gonna have kids. Their grandkids are gonna have kids. That money will stay in your family line as long as somebody doesn't blow it all. Yeah. Um, within the meantime, it's it's. I hate to see it. Like, granted, he chose to play. Mm-hmm. He chose to suit up and do it. Le'Veon Bell, I think, is doing what he needs to do.
1: Yeah,
0: he is yeah. sitting out for half the season. For half the season, and yeah. I think he, in order to become a free agent, he has to. He can only sit out ten games. After that, if he sits out anymore, I don't think he could become a free agent. I think it's something like that. So he has to become. So in order to to move on and become a free agent and leave the Steelers, he has to return at some point during the season. But why? Why escalate that risk of getting injured and never making that money again? Yeah. When you could just sit out, <clears throat> like I get Earl Thomas probably wanted to play. Yeah. But like. Now we're seeing he's never gonna make the money he was going to.
1: Yeah.
0: Next year he's gonna get a one year, maybe a two year deal to prove it.
1: Yeah, I know. And then if he does, if he does even like half as good as he what he's been doing, he's been uh he, he'll he he won't even get like as he won't even as much like in two years as what he could have got next year if he stayed healthy this year. Yeah, and it's, it's I, yeah.
0: He yeah he's never gonna make what he could have. Yeah. He's never gonna make, and he it's, was still at the at. at He's, in he's the still conversation. In his prime. He's yes. His prime too. Yes, yes. So he still could have had a four to five year deal Yeah, where safeties can still play up until 35, 36, 37. We've seen it at yeah. a high level.
1: Yeah.
0: He could have had that huge third contract, his last big contract. It's, he's not going to get that now. He's yeah. going to, obviously, he's going to get paid. And people, I get it. They're going to say, like, well, they already make millions. Le'Veon Bill, if he would have accepted it, would have been the highest paid running back this year. Yeah. This year. If he gets hurt. He's never going to see that money again. That's yeah. what people don't understand.
1: He wants. They want the guarantees.
0: Yes, because football, you
1: yeah. don't. There's no guarantee. Basketball, the, like it's so. It's like it's the Otto Porter. Injury. Otto
0: yeah. Porter, a guy that nobody cares about. That's really not that great. Mm-hmm. Is getting over a hundred million dollars guaranteed.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. And Le'Veon Bell, you could argue, is the best back in the league. Earl Thomas, you could argue, is one of the best safeties in the league. And, and they can't get crap.
1: And injuries in basketball don't come as often as football, too. you get, no. You get 100% more beat up in football than you do basketball. Yeah, basketball players, like, the average probably retirement, like, for, like, people that are over 10 years in the league, is probably, like, 38, about uh, 39. People in the NFL over 10 years in the league, it's probably, like, 35, 36. So there's a big difference there.
0: Well, and the average in the league is three years. You yeah. only play an average of three years. That's every player. Yeah. Guys that play, like Tom Brady... Are super rare. Yeah, I know. Super rare. The guys you'll yeah. see, like, that's that's the whole issue. You'll see a guy and go, man, he was great. What happened to him? Yeah. He lasted as long as he's supposed to last. I mean, it, you get injured. You get hurt. Yeah. You kind of just go through the league. It just happens. They, mm-hmm. Like Rashad Mendenhall, running back. Got hurt. was never the same. Yeah. He was a running back that was really good for three or four years or whatever it was. Yeah. So, so. I completely agree with these guys sitting out. Uh, it just upsets me that everybody wants to, like, put all this hate on him and show all this like animosity and saying like oh they're selfish and they're this when you would do the exact same thing in the situation don't don't act like if you were about (laughs) to get a six year 90 million dollar um contract or 90 million guaranteed with like over a hundred million dollars um total don't tell me you would you wouldn't sit out for that versus only getting paid 14 million where you could get hurt and you'll never see that 90 million guaranteed yeah you're playing for the long run here. Yeah. Le'Veon no. Bill's still twenty seven. He's got some years oh, left Thomas to play running back. Is 29,
1: right? yeah. 29, Yeah. So,
0: yeah, so Le'Veon Blow okay. sp- splits out wide. So he could he can still play receiver. Yeah. He plays he's he does a multitude of things on the field. Um and for Earl Thomas, I think that I think he was flic- I don't think he was flicking off his teammates. Yeah. I would say it was Pete Carroll. Or his, the office. Just,
1: probably the front office people. I don't know if it was Pete Carroll in general because Pete Carroll said after the game...
0: He stands up for his guys. Yeah, I
1: like, know. He said, he said cut him some slack. So uh, Pete Carroll, I don't think it was directed towards Pete Carroll because I think Pete Carroll is just a nice guy in general. Mm-hmm. I think he's more toward that front office.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a shame, man. I hate to see it. He didn't have to play. Yeah. I, I, I would assume he probably wanted to Yeah. just because I'm sure he just loves playing football. Yeah. But at a certain point, man, like these guys, like Le'Veon, Be- Le'Veon Bell, like he said, is going to continue being the bad guy until yeah. everybody – He, uh, Chris Sims said this is going – on the Sims and Leftco podcast said this is going to change um, the next generation of football players, like for their contracts. Like this yeah. is going to set the tone and say – and I hope NFL teams start waking up and saying, okay – like, guarantee contracts are not that big a deal. Yeah. They're really not. I know people make a huge deal out of them and stuff like that. Yeah, you have 53 players on a team, but some of these guys, they put the work in. They're the reason your teams are good and successful and have been great. You kind of owe them a little bit of yeah. money and, and support long-term. That's all these guys mm-hmm. want is long-term so they don't have to continue moving every two years. Yeah. Um, like, basketball players get to keep for say, in the same city for 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, But let's move on to a topic of Le'Veon, Bill. He is returning, or says he's going to return in Week 7.
1: Which is their bye week, which is probably a smart thing to do. Uh, then he'll come back Week 8 uh, at home, I think, right? Yeah, at home mm-hmm. versus the Browns. So it's not an easy game to come back against. because It's a good defense. Yes, the Brown, Browns have really good defense. It's more... He's coming back in a bye week which is good for him because he gets to get warmed up. Cuz if you come in straight off the uh straight straight, straight off Walmart or something like that, you're going to get injured. You're going to pull a hamstring. You're going to do something to yourself. Uh it's good that he's coming back in week 7 so he can get warmed up. He can get used to the contact uh a little bit. You're not going to get used to the contact until you're actually in a game, but he can get used to like practice contact and all that for a whole week and then uh play that game that next Sunday and be probably probably be, obviously be the freshest freshest player on the field at yeah.
0: the time yeah I mean I think yeah. he should push that limit um as far as he could until he didn't have to play yeah um and I think from what I've heard it's week 10 so if I were him yeah. I would push it to week 10 just to limit that much more um injury risk that way you can get paid what you want to in the off season yeah um I just uh I don't know yeah, yeah. I think he should wait till week 10, ultimately. But if he comes back week 7, it's still not that huge a deal. Yeah. He'll have half the season to play, like you said. And like you said, the bye week helps out, coming back, be the freshest on the field, things like that. So, I mean, he's going to have to return at some point in the season. I would assume he's probably just like, let's just get it over with yeah. um, bye week and let's just continue on. And yeah. I, think, I think by that point, the Steelers will be in a decent enough record to where when he comes back, they'll be able to push for the playoffs in a serious way. Um, But I was kind of wrong on their team this year. We'll get into that a little bit later. So let's move on to the slate of games from week four. Yeah. All right, let's start with the Thursday night game last week, the Rams versus Vikings.
1: All right, so this is probably one of the most fun games I've ever seen. I'm a defense guy. I really love watching defense games, low-scoring games. But this was just, this was fun for everybody. I think the way the offenses were moving – Minnesota looked really good in that first half. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they fell off in the <clears> second <throat> half. Uh, just The Rams, just an overall better team than them, uh, just showed up in that second half and were like, no, we're going to make you punt, and we're going to make you actually have to work for this. And then what happened to that Minnesota defense that was so good last year? The,
0: they have uh, been I'll awful tell you what this happened. year. Well, yeah, this whole year they've been bad. Yeah, like not good at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I'll tell you what. Uh, Mike Zimmer got torched. Yeah. By the Rams offense, Sean McVay is like on another level um, of coaches right now. When
1: your when your punter could be a legit quarterback in the NFL with that throw, then I, I, you can't really. It seems so complete.
0: And the gunner, the guy yeah. that was I forgot who it was playing gunner. Um, I think he played at South Carolina. I want to say, I think it was a guy that played. South Cooper. No, I would not could Cook. He
1: had he's a return man, but I didn't know. No, it was a good. gunner. It
0: was a guy that was a gunner. Anyways, the guy that didn't even make a he didn't even make an attempt on the ball, really. I, yeah. he kind of just acted like he was getting past and like grabbed, and he r- really wasn't. So, I mean, that could have been another touchdown, another big play that would have yeah. been like, he's a genius. But I mean, Sean McVay is like I don't even know what to compare him to. Is he our mod is he gonna be our modern day Bill Belichick and go on a tear of Super Bowls? Is he gonna be our modern day Bill Walsh? An innovative coach in offense that
1: that's probably because Bill Walsh was more offensive. He's the one that created the West Coast offense that we see now and he's innovative it, yeah.
0: he's taken it to another level. Yeah, no. And I mean, yeah, like you said, that this Vikings defense was the best in the league last year. The yeah. best. And Anthony Barr, like people are giving him crap. It's like, well, you can't guard uh, uh Cooper Cup.
1: No crap. He's
0: a he's a linebacker. Cooper Cup is a receiver. You can't the- guard uh, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's a back like a back we've never seen yeah. before. It's like him Lev Bell. You choose which one you want. They're pretty much the same player. They're yeah. they're a hybrid running back receiver. They're not a slow running back. Then it's like uh who else was it? Was it uh was it Brent no, Robert Woods. Yeah, you go guard Robert Woods as a big linebacker. Uh Anthony yeah. Barr is a three time pro bowler, so everyone chill out on Anthony Barr. I, I think uh
1: there's slots hurting them a lot. Uh, yeah. you got, think, Mike Hughes plays that outside corner. then you got Xavier Rhodes, which are shutting down. And then, obviously, they have, all three of the receivers can play the slot. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Brandon Brennan, Cooks yep. can all play slot. Even Todd Gurley Even can play Even Todd, yes, yeah. yes. And that's where you're seeing it. That's why uh, Jared Goff had 465 uh, <laughs> yards and five touchdowns.
0: He balled out. Yeah. And I'll tell y'all what about Jared Goff. I know the hype around Pat Mahomes is crazy and deservedly so. But Jared Goff is playing out of his freaking mind. And
1: will probably actually can, uh, sustain it more throughout the season than Pat Mahomes probably will, because because uh, we've seen it. Because Andy Reid eventually falls off at the end of the year, so we'll, yeah, so, we'll but see it.
0: Though. Andy Reid's never had a quarterback like Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but that's yeah for another time. Like Jared Goff, his the throws he's been making. Yeah, he's not just like oh well, here's a crazy open receiver and like I've just got to make this simple throw and yeah. it, here's the the offense is getting me these throws open. He is making throws on the dime. Some of the throws he made in that game were just absolutely beautiful. Um, He is looking like the real number one overall pick. He went from rookie year looking like a complete total bust, year two to looking, okay, the system helped him out a lot, to year three looking like an MVP candidate that can hold his own and can play with any coach in the league. Um, he's He's looking like a special quarterback, and he's really starting to catch rhythm. Um, and I'm really happy to see that because I just like watching the Rams play, and their defense. Uh, it's it's not as good as I thought it was gonna be. Um, it's pretty. It's still it's solid, yeah. but like you said, that Vikings offense was on fire. They look the Kirk Cousins, is earning every bit of that money. Yeah, no, Their defense is just not playing well. The
1: only problem he had.
0: And a, and kickers.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only problem he really had in that game was uh, the Cam Newton-esque fumble where he just literally watched it get recovered. That, that, that's the only bad thing that he literally did the whole game. It cost him the game, but yeah, it's the only bad thing he did in the game. You can't really say, oh, Kirk Cousins can't live up to the moment. He's lived up to every moment so far that he that they put out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you, you can't really say much when the supporting – when your defense is a top – what's supposed to be a top five defense hasn't even shown up the whole year.
0: Yeah, at all. Um, mm-hmm. And with Everson Griffin out, huge yeah. loss, huge blow. I've said it many times. He's the cornerstone of that defense, and him being out – Hurts a lot of what they want to do. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, it's just crazy game, interesting game. It was fun yeah. to watch. And hey,
1: we'll go back to Pat Mahomes and Jared Goff thing. They're only playing each other week eleven on Monday Night Football.
0: Oh, they are. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get more of that uh, seven weeks down the road. But yeah, that's I've gonna ju- be I've fun. Just I didn't even
0: I didn't even know they played this year. Yeah. Wow, you just made me want to <laughs> fast forward in time a little bit. All right, let's go on to a couple teams just. We'll skim we well, not skim, but we'll go through these mm. games a little quickly. The Bears versus the Bucks and the Patriots versus the Dolphins.
1: Yeah. I thought
0: the Patriots look like the Patriots of old. And they get Edelman back this week against yeah. the Colts team that has improved from last year a lot.
1: But they're young. But they're still
0: young. They're still they young. make a lot of mistakes, mm. and they're still trying to find their groove. Mm. The Bears went against the Bucks, who were red hot. And the Bears' defense looked like the Bears' defense. Uh, and Mitch uh, Trubisky yeah. – was incredible absolutely incredible he uh so get off his back, yeah no, like
1: <laughs> he showed what he did last year in very minimal snaps uh i actually very minimal throws, i should say but uh yeah he uh he showed that he's accurate mm-hmm. uh when he sets his feet and when he's comfortable and he's relaxed playing quarterback and when he's not even thinking you you can see what he can do out there, and I think that's uh it's evident because the Bucks—they have a bad secondary, but it's not get that twisted. They have a terrible yeah, secondary, yeah, yeah, yeah. but their but their front four is one of the best in the league, and mm-hmm. the uh, they got no pressure, mm-hmm. no pressure on. Uh, yeah, Alvin line played yeah. really
0: well, and what I liked a lot is Matt Nagy actually took chances with Trubisky. He, he, he said, it, "Yo, we're not gonna just go throw these little shallow crosses and." A little out route, a little dig. Yeah. We're going to throw it down the field.
1: His first throw was a like an overthrow, and then he was able to get give, give back in rhythm really quick and start hitting some long throws.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and like a couple of his passes were like wide open passes. Yeah. Like, okay, but he made them.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there was a few times he he wasn't, and they were like, what's going on? He made every throw to the tee that Allen Robinson catch in the back corner of the end yeah, zone, beautiful. second touchdown, beautiful throw right yeah. into his hands, right where it needed to be trubisky's got talent he's not pat mahomes talent level i wouldn't even say he's deshaun watson if deshaun watson can get back in the rhythm like we kind of saw this week
1: yeah so uh, he's
0: not their level of talent there i would say they have the highest potential of talent because of what they can do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. mr Trubisky's right under that Mm -hmm. athlete we've seen him take off run make huge plays with his feet yeah he needs to keep the sleeve, though.
1: Yeah, I know. He needs to he, keep the he, sleeve. he needs to keep the Carson Wentz stuff going. Yeah. Right, what do you think about the two-quarterback thing? Uh, if you didn't see the game.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: the two-quarterback thing. Uh, Chase Daniels, the backup quarterback for the Bears, came out. It was, like, second and go. Uh, he came out. Both of them were lined up right beside each other. Uh, we were like... And Mitch. We were so confused what was happening. We were like, what's going on? And all, all it was was a decoy, just a little uh, pitch up... Uh, uh, well, just literally like a shovel pass to uh, Taylor
0: Gabriel for a touchdown. Yeah, man. for a
1: touchdown. Yeah.
0: I guarantee you this. You're not gonna see this probably, maybe against the Patriots because that's a good team. But you're not gonna see this probably until later in the season, maybe in a divisional game that is gonna yeah. b- make for the playoffs. If the Bears, mm-hmm. you know, lose some games or whatever, and the Bears go like eight and seven, and they need the win to get nine and seven in the yeah. playoffs. You'll see this formation a couple more times throughout the year. Yeah. Just to set something up where Chase Daniels gets the ball because they kind of did a motion where they pitched it. And then Chase Daniels came across and he and he like handed off behind like he turned around and handed off handed off to uh, Chase Daniels as yeah. a fake. So I would assume they're gonna get something to where Chase Daniels gets the ball and throws it, or he's faking like he throws it and they've got routes going to him, or somebody yeah. leaks out backside with Trubisky with the ball. Uh, so I guarantee you're gonna see this again, and that's what I like about Nagy McVeigh, Shanahan, guys like this, these new innovative offensive coaches, Andy yeah. Reid, who keeps innovating himself, who's been in the league forever, they set things up. You'll see something week four, week seven, week nine, week sixteen. You're like, I remember seeing that, and it's a big play, it's a touchdown yeah. because you're thinking it's going to be the same thing you saw because that's all you've seen. It turns out something else. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I thought it was really smart. I was really clever. Um, you know, it was a, it was a touchdown pass. I guess yeah. you could call it. A little shovel pass, yeah. or whatever. But I mean, yeah, the Bears' offense finally looked the like the
1: best, the best half of Bears' offense ever, yeah. like literally ever. Like that's not, that's not even an overstatement or understatement. That is the best half ever by a Chicago Bears' offense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was uh, remarkable. Yeah, and I just think taken away from the Patriots, they looked like the Patriots again. They got in rhythm. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins. They choked. They're injuries. They're They've choked. got some injuries that are – yeah, and it's the they, Dolphins they are kind of looking like the Dolphins again. Yeah. Granted, they're still 3-1. and one. they got some games that can build momentum. Mm. Um, they're still not a bad team. They'll still be fighting they're for the playoff average. spot.
1: They're just average. I mean, they'll yeah. be 8-8, eight 9-7 eight
0: type. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're about – you know, I didn't think they were going to be that good, but they'll be yeah. around that spot. Uh, and the Bucks, I thought it was a little disappointing that they benched Fitzpatrick so early. Yeah. Because I thought he at least earned the right to keep playing. And that, that was just, not his fault. That's I, the Bears' defense. I
1: know. And um, Mike Evans dropped some really, like, weird passes that he normally makes. Like, wide open passes. Deshaun Jackson had a he hell of a well. game. Yeah,
0: he played great. Yeah, he,
1: yeah I, I think it's like a disconnect there, in a sense, where uh, Deshaun yeah. Jackson really likes Fitzpatrick, and I think Mike Evans really likes Jameis Winston. mm and I don't know how it's going to play out because obviously Jameis is starting. Uh, two weeks from now because they got bye week yeah. next week, but we'll see how that works out with their offense.
0: So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I think it's more the front office than anything. Derek mm-hmm. Cutter saying everybody should be fired, including me. Um, <laughs> I don't know really what to make of those comments. But yeah, um, I, maybe it means he doesn't want to be there because he doesn't want to start Jameis. But obviously, I think he's being forced to start him because he's the yeah. franchise quarterback. He's the guy you've got number one overall. So you kind of, you know, owners do what they got to do and yeah. try to make the money they can. So it's a business. Yeah. It is what it is. But kind of sucks for Ryan Fitzpatrick because, yeah, he didn't play the best game. But that's the bear. The Bucks defense played atrociously, and, and the B- uh, Bears defense played amazing. Yeah. What do you want to do? And it's James a bad. Threw it's more exceptions too. One bad game. Nobody yeah. gives him credit last week for coming back against the Steelers. It was, yeah. he's played two bad games in a row, which is not true. Yeah. Um, so, so let's move on to the Titans versus the Eagles.
1: Yeah, and the I thought it was going to be the worst coach coaching decision I've ever seen ends up being one of the best coaching decisions. I've yeah, me and you were both wrong. Yeah, we he, he's uh, Mike Vrabel. I should say his name before you using pronouns, but Mike Mike Vrabel. Is I th- He was one of the worst defense coordinators. He turned the best defense into the worst defense last year with mm-hmm. the uh, Houston Texans. Yeah. And then he, I think he's just built for a head coaching job. He is built for the modern Day head coaching job where it is player friendly. Uh, he knows. He like, delegates. He, yeah. He's not
0: responsible for solely one part. Yeah, He's responsible for everything. Yeah. And he's got his coordinators that he wants to spread out and do what he needs yeah. to do.
1: Um, Marcus Mariota has looked a lot better. He's looking like he's a uh, second year in the league, where uh, he's he you've seen that uh, little spark of like what he what that second uh, why they picked him at second uh, mm-hmm. the second overall. So we're seeing some of that. Uh, there were a couple throws in that Philly game and the game against Philly uh, Sunday where it was like what are you doing. Uh, there was one he but still bad. got
0: those, but yeah,
1: but he's uh, he shown some really good moments. Like uh, they. Uh, <laughs> On the uh, touchdown pass where he was able to just lob it up there, He'd run along, lob it up, and win the game off a little wild pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows that he's improving as a quarterback, and as a Titans fan, you should be really happy with what you're seeing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Titans three and one, mm-hmm. leading the division because they had the win over the Jags. Yeah. Um, they seem to have the Jaguars number. Uh, their defense is pretty solid. They've got weapons on offense. Mariota, if he plays consistently, yeah. they they're a dangerous team. If he's inconsistent, he's throwing bad, yeah. they're not gonna win. It's just what it is. I think they're still gonna end up around nine and seven ish, eight and eight. But I think uh I don't know. They really surprised me. I'm I was yeah. complete I'll admit it, I was completely wrong on variable. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a good hire. Like you just 'cause all the things you said right there, I mean you both agreed. Um, and with the Eagles, I don't think people need to panic. Their offense is still trying to find its rhythm. Yeah. They they really don't have that many weapons. If you want, to, if you really want to take into account what they have on offense, it's nothing like a crazy amount of weapons. Yeah. They've got solid tight ends. Alshon Jeffrey's just coming back. Nelson yeah. Aguilar is an okay deep threat. He's an okay receiver. He's fine. Old,
1: you got old Darren Sproles in the backfield.
0: Yeah, and Torrey Smith last year was huge. Yeah, and now they replace him with Mike Wallace. He's not man. that great yeah, no, at all. Not, yeah. Your running backs are okay. jJ he battles injuries. He's in and out. It's just yeah. what it is. Um,
1: Carson Wentz is getting his group back as well.
0: Yeah, he's still getting his group back. The Eagles are going to be fine. I think they're going to. Um, I think they'll end up winning the division, though. I think they'll be fine. I think they're going to win the division. Uh, Redskins are a pretty solid team in that division, but Carson Wentz, once he gets back into the true rhythm, of Carson Wentz,
1: yeah.
0: the offense will be clicking because they had pretty much the same players last year, minus a couple. Yeah. And they'll be fine. So let's move on to the Colts and Texans, where Andrew Luck looked like Andrew Luck, and the Colts
1: look like the Colts. Look like the
0: Colts around him. Yeah. Um, Andrew Luck had 464 yards, four touchdowns on 62 pass attempts.
1: And uh, what, what was the no uh, interceptions carries? It was like 47 uh, rushing yards and how many carries?
0: Like 17.
1: 17 carries. It's, and he
0: was three of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh. Yeah, when you have no running game and you're just one-dimensional, uh, yeah. You're going to lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. Uh, yeah. And uh, Deshaun Watson, he just looked – He he looked he, better. He looked, he, looked, he looked better, yeah. He looked so a he lot looked better. better. He looked like he's improving.
0: He looked like his old self. Yeah. He's starting to look like his old self. And, again, it's like Carson Wentz. They came, they're coming back from ACL tears. Yeah. They've got to have time to get back into rhythm and football shape. Once they do that, these guys are going to be fine as long mm-hmm. as they stay healthy. Yeah. Um. And I thought Jadavion Clowney looked like a pass rushing freak. Yeah. I know. Um. We'll get to him a little later. If yeah, that's yeah. a little tidbit. But him and JJ Watt, they're back. The Texans defense looking pretty solid. They're not. Yeah. They're not a top ten. They're like a mid level. Their
1: D, their DBs are what's killing them. I, yes, I've always yes. thought Tyron Matthew was a little bit overrated. Hmm. Uh. It's kind of showing too. He's not like they're Their corner and their. He's a good run safety. Yeah, but their corner and their pass coverage is just atrocious. Yeah. And it's killing them right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, their pass rush is great, though. Yeah. JJ Watt is looking like JJ Watt again. Yeah. Jadavion Clowney is looking like uh, Jadavion Clowney again. Granted, it does hurt that the Colts. It does hurt the Colts that. They're starting right tackle who has been played, who's actually played very well this season. Joe Haig.
1: Yeah.
0: was injured. And also Anthony Costanza, who's been the main state left tackle for the past eight years. Yeah. Is missed the first four games of the season. Yeah. And I would assume he's probably gonna miss Thursday nights as well. Um yeah. which is it just hurts that left side, hurts yeah. that blind side. Um sorry, we have a dog in the yeah. background. We have a new dog and he keeps barking.
1: Yeah, so So uh, sorry if you like heard it if beforehand you hear <laughs> and if you heard it later, we're sorry.
0: But, anyways, yeah. but Anthony Costanzo, he's just, it hurts that he's not in because Andrew Luck doesn't have any protection on the blind side. Clark yeah. is not playing well. Nelson is playing solid. He's had a huge amount of competition the, pat, the, the first, first four, four weeks. weeks yeah. Gina Watkins, Hall of Famer. Next game, two of the best young defensive linemen, or interior defensive linemen, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. Yeah. Week three, Fletcher Cox, future Hall of Famer, second best defensive tackle behind Aaron Donald. Yeah. Game four, J.J. Watt and Jade Biancani coming both uh, both coming right at him, so yeah. he's gonna be fine. He's had a lot of competition. I think I think yeah. he's held up pretty well.
1: I will. uh you so. want to get to that fourth down call?
0: So yeah, we'll get into that fourth down call. Yeah. Um, um, uh, you want me to go? You, you uh, go. I get, cause I'll,
1: I'll defend him on it. Like I didn't like it at first because I'm. I like the Colts too. Uh, but it's just more of. I want to see them win a little bit, but like when I look at look back at it, uh, like I looked back at it a couple hours later, I was like, that's a good decision. You know what I mean? They're not playing for a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. They're playing for we well, want the best talent, young talent as possible. So what you do, you take chances, and guess what happens? Those those young players learn from those mistakes that they made in that game. Andrew looks learned to you know, learn from that uh little bit of an underthrow mm-hmm. on that fourth down uh, with Pasco I think is the one he threw it to right.
0: Basco, yes. Yeah, yes. he's
1: going to learn to actually attack that route more instead of just letting the ball come to him. Yep. Uh, so they're going to learn from uh, from these mistakes. And, and uh, was it the corner? I don't know who the corner was. That like DeAndre Hawkins just run free, run right around the, uh, right the middle of the field. They're going to learn from that. That, def- that young defense is going to learn from that. So well, all, that, of, all this is just a learning experience for a young team.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree with the decision from Frank Wright yeah. for pretty much all the same reasons you said. It's a young team. You're trying to teach these guys how to win. If you yeah. play for a tie, what are the Colts playing for? I'm a Colts fan. I've said it before. Would I want them to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Are we going to win the Super Bowl this year? No. God, <laughs> God no. Are we going to even go to the playoffs this year? No. I didn't think we were at the beginning of the season. So why not get your guys in the mindset? Next year when we, have a, when we get the pick in the top ten and we get a guy that's a, a franchise changer, why not teach this young team now? We're gonna go for it on fourth down. Now you guys, now when the stuff counts, when you're five and three and you're trying to get to six and three next year, or whatever the case is, and we have to go for it, or when the division's on the line next season, when the team's improved and more mature, yeah. The team is the team is ready to do it because they had to do it this year and they failed and they learned and they got better. And I guarantee you you're going to see the Colts go for it a hell of a lot on fourth. Fourth and short, fourth and long, whatever the case is. Especially with
1: the game on the line yes. in overtime where it's like you get tied. like Who who wants a tie? I'd rather lose because you, you learn a lot from losing mm-hmm. rather than just a tie. Oh, we got a tie.
0: Yeah, the tie's not going to do anything, especially for a young roster. Yeah. The Texans have a good enough team right now. They could turn the season around. They have a yeah. good enough roster. The Colts roster is not good enough to get to the playoffs this year. Yeah,
1: and it's probably better if they keep losing because then they're going to add some of the best talent in this draft. When I mean, It's really a top-heavy draft. Yes. At the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. For right now, until we dive deeper into that, but Colts' secondary kills them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get better. They have a great. They have a great pass rush. Yeah. Seventeen sacks, second in the league, mm-hmm. behind the Bears, which is ten less than they had last season total. Yeah. Through four games, they have seventeen. Colts pass rush is looking good. Darius Leonard, the linebacking core with Anthony Walker, looking real solid. Mm-hmm. They're young. Frank Wright is going to be fine as the coach. The offense finally looked like it was picking up a notch passing-wise. Yeah. They've got to find a running back. They've got to get some tackles. <clears throat> They've got to address these issues. But going forward on fourth down yeah. with the roster you have, knowing you're probably playing the long game here, it's yeah. a smart decision. Yeah. Play call, I think we both agree, could have been better. Yeah. The play call in itself. Yeah. But the decision, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Don't go for ties. And, ties are stupid.
1: And it's good because when you see when you have a young team like this – and they're losing close games. Mm-hmm. They're losing close games. Next
0: year, they'll know the, how to win. Yeah. That's how the, you that's how you the That's that's the definition of
1: taking. You want your young players to play good and lose close. I heard this uh, yeah. Adam
0: Lefko, he's on the Sims and Lefko obviously as well. And he was talking he's an Eagles fan. He was talking about how the Eagles with Carson Wentz rookie year. They went forward a mm-hmm. lot on fourth. They took a lot of chances. Yeah. And obviously they came up short. They didn't have that great of a year. They were middle of the pack team.
1: So, six and ten. Six and ten. Th- something
0: and like that. They yeah. weren't that great. Um, then, obviously, what happened the next year? Won the Super Bowl. Colts are not that type of roster yet, but they could get some players that could help them contend, especially yeah. in the AFC South, where teams, quarterbacks, it's a lot of it's up and down. So, mm-hmm. I, I defend the decision. As a Colts fan especially, I'm happy with it. Um, it, I'm happy with the future of what's going to happen. So let's move yeah. on to the Bengals and the Falcons. First off, I want to say, like, you know, send a prayer up to uh, yeah, tell Tyler I- Eifert. Gosh. I mean – me and Wyatt were watching the Bears and uh, yeah, Bucks game, and we, we turned it, as soon as we turned it over, you
1: see his yeah, his just, ankle
0: was right on the TV, just yeah. broken and dislocated. Both of this like it was awful. Uh, yeah, he's and I, I hate to see that man.
1: It, he's it's crazy uh, how many injuries he's had, and this is probably the worst one he's had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, these type of injuries, it takes a lot to get back. Uh, you see, Gordon Hayward. uh was watching the preseason game uh, last night. He seemed a little bit. Uh, like shot to get into some contact. It take, it takes players a little bit, like in any sport with that type of injury, they get to get back into contact because especially in football when your ankle's getting rolled up constantly. Uh Kareem Hunt, in the Monday night game, his ankle got rolled up like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Uh it takes a while to get back to get back in that football shape where you're mm-hmm. like trusting yourself to not get injured. And for him to get injured Again, like, man. like five years
0: in a row now? Again, dude. I know. The, the only year he didn't get injured, he had like 1,300 yards receiving as a tight end. Yeah. I think he led the league in touchdowns or was mm-hmm. like right in the top three. Yeah. And he was a pro Bowl player. I mean, he was absolutely he was on the incredible.
1: Verge. He was, I think he was on the verge this year doing it too.
0: Yeah. Like, he was playing outstanding. And then, yeah. it just, I, I hate to see it. Um. So, yeah. prayers out to him. And hopefully yeah. he makes a recovery. I hope he doesn't quit. But... You know Or retire. Or well re- sure. re- yeah, not but quit, but you but know what I mean. Retire. Hopefully he doesn't retire. Uh, but yeah, I just I hate to see that, especially for a guy like that. Yeah. You don't hear a lot from him. He just works, been through so many freaking injuries. Yeah. It just it upsets me to see. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine for him. Yeah. But uh, for the game itself, uh the Bengals look pretty good. Like granted it's Marvin Lewis. I don't trust him. I don't trust Andy Dalton.
1: Yeah.
0: But for the most part, they've looked good. I would give a lot of credit to the or lack of credit to the Falcons defense who is not going to be the same all season because of the guys that are injured. Yeah. But the Bengals look good.
1: And Grady Grady Jarrett their best D-lineman was uh taken off the field like oh, in the third quarter. Didn't fourth even court. know that. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if he came back in the game. I didn't really see his number, but yeah uh when he uh later in the game so I don't know if he came back in or anything. Uh but yeah he walked off he walked off the field for a brief moment so there could be a lingering injury there. Jeez. That could eventually pop back up, but yeah. Uh Andy Dalton he's look he's looking like his two thousand fifteen, uh, sixteen self, uh where he's looking really good. Not great yet. Uh, not bad at all. Just really good. Uh he made a beautiful throw to uh who was that? Was that Andy, or AJ Green? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was that? On the touchdown, get one touchdown?
0: Yes, yes, yes. A yeah.
1: beautiful throw. Uh, can't place that ball any better, but a beautiful throw uh, to the corner of the end zone, won them the game. So, Andy Dalton, he needs to stop getting hate on him. I don't like how people have always hated on him. He's been a good quarterback. He hasn't been great, he hasn't been bad. He's just been a good quarterback, and he's proven he's he could be a really good quarterback <laughs> if he puts the effort into it, mm-hmm. and, and the Bengals are rolling.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean and when and and then when Joe Mixon comes back, yeah. That offence will be even more explosive because he's an explosive player. This could be the
1: first time they actually <clears> get a playoff <throat> win this year.
0: In yeah, the, like, I twenty mean,
1: years or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Bengals are looking pretty solid. Um Falcons, I've kinda changed my tune. I they were a team I thought could contend for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but injuries injuries. injuries are it, it's part of the it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. Injuries can kill seasons, injuries can ruin seasons. The San Francisco forty ers mm-hmm. Their season is all but lost unless yeah. C.J. Beathard becomes Tom Brady, <laughs> which I don't see happening. It's it's not gonna happen. But yeah, it's, and it's uh, I hate to see it. I love Dan Quinn. I think Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. I love Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. They've got a young explosive rookie in Calvin Ridley.
1: But when your defense Man. is that bad, though. Yeah,
0: they're gonna win games. They'll be around seven and nine, eight mm-hmm. and eight. Um, unless Matt Ryan can really take over like uh, we haven't seen him do before.
1: Uh the only team I can He's played I, great. I though. Can pinpoint ever doing this is the Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl winning team where they had the most injuries in the NFL. And uh they had like the, they had like 11 12 people in IR that year. Mm-hmm. But those two and guys are huge. And, and then their best pl- and then their best defense player Charles Woodson, breaks his call run in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh so the Aaron Rodgers, yeah, <laughs> as I'm saying, i don't see Matt Ryan becoming Aaron Rodgers like that. But they they obviously have a better defense than what Atlanta has as at the moment, though too.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate it's, to see, yeah. but you know, we'll see if another team can take advantage of it. Yeah, like the Panthers or, or something. Or the Bucks. Or the Bucks. We'll see if another team can take advantage of Injuries. the Falcons. You know, injury bug. All right, let's move on to the Browns. And the Raiders. Two
1: controversial calls. I forgot what the first one was, but the second one, not, there was another one in the game that was controversial. Oh, the fumble. That their yeah, the, fumble.
0: Yeah, where it was clearly a fumble, fumble, and they, and they the, blew it dead because they said he was in the grasp of another player.
1: Not. Oh, they said his forward progress was like a, he he was in yeah.
0: forward progress because he was in the grasp of somebody. Which is ridiculous. And when the ball was clearly bouncing was clearly on the other side of the Browns had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Game is probably over at that point. There was like yeah. six minutes left in the game or something. Wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Game is over. Yeah. It, yeah. And then the, the four the call on what? Third down. Uh, third down. Third and they, and,
1: yeah, and they said uh they said uh they reversed a spot call, which is the hardest play to reverse if you're not if just a back out. inches. Yeah, inches and it cost them the game. There are six tiles to take. I don't know, my Siri just went off on of my phone for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but right. yeah, it's it's the hardest fight to reverse. <laughs> uh mean. but yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's really like it's it's but heartbreaking inches, it's heartbreaking for Browns fans when you should have won that game and the reps cost you <sighs> that game. It's yeah. hard to <laughs> It's
0: hard to, yeah. I'm don't. I, i getting tired of refs deciding games. Yeah, I am too. That was why they changed the catch rule to make it is what it is this year. Yeah. And we haven't seen much of the catch rule. We saw a lot of it, a lot of the pa- roughing the passer stuff die down this week because there was so much um, yeah. blowback because of all the uh, calls that were unnecessary and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, man. I'm just tired of refs deciding what happens in games. If yeah. you don't know what it is... Hundred percent clear, without a doubt. Let it go. Don't change it. Let it go. Even if it makes a fan mad, even if it's my team or even if it's your team, it doesn't matter. You yeah. Sh- Ref should not be deciding. I think he was three inches behind. We're gonna move it back. Like, how do you know? How do you know? You're not yeah. there. The guy that makes that decision is not there.
1: Yeah, no, it's very. our Riveron,
0: isn't
1: he? Uh, but uh, yeah, there was. They said they put up a uh, little, I guess, a letter or something, and they said. They added two, uh, two replays up, two different angles up, and put them together. And that, in the best case, is extremely hard to do. You have to have of evidence, and they did not have of evidence that those were the two cases.
0: Yep, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's
1: that's heartbreaking for Browns fans when you have a game one.
0: At least the I mean at least John Gruden got his first win. Yeah, but, but it's a tough. Raiders race. are. Yeah. Still not. I'm still not impressed with their team. Yeah. Derek Carr is looking just fine. But he's in that Andrew Luck situation. Doesn't have a team around him. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, Sunday Night Football primetime. Ravens versus Steelers.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And I think the Ravens are looking really scary. Like, Uh, really good. Especially
1: if uh, Joe Flacco doesn't have a game like he did against Cincy. But but it was in
0: Cincy. You know, Cincy's actually playing pretty well. I know,
1: but when Joe Flacco has a chip on his shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh yeah. There's nobody stopping. I'm, I think they're gonna keep Lamar on the roster no matter what happens. Well, this yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, but yeah, Joe the, the, you're not gonna see Lamar for another three years, probably. Like and this let, year, well, next year, and then the year after. And we'll they, see what Joe
0: Flacco ends up doing the whole season. But yeah. Right now, he's proven why he <laughs> should be the starter. Yeah. And that Ravens defense is like ranked first in the league.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's a uh, yeah. It they they're scary. They're scary good.
0: They've got corners. They've got. Terrell Suggs. They've got C.J. Mosley. They've they got, got, got good, Eric Weddle. they
1: got a good running back tandem with uh, Buck Allen, who's a really good receiving back, very mm-hmm. good, good elusive back. Yeah, Alex Collins,
0: who's yeah, a power back. back, but he's shifty. Guys you don't even really know of? Yeah. Guys that are really good. Yeah. They've got two rookie tight ends who are explosive. They've got yeah. way better receiving and guys Hayden on Harris the And Hayden Hurst
1: hasn't even played yet this year, so yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like, and you've got Michael Crabtree, mm-hmm. one of the uh, more reliable receivers in the league. John Brown, an explosive outside receiver. Um, and then they've got Will Snead, who's just, a, yeah. who's just a really good receiver that can play anywhere. So, I thought the Ravens just looked outstanding. The Steelers, my Super Bowl pick, I'm getting concerned. Um, and I'm kind of leaning more towards, they're probably going to win the Super Bowl this year.
1: Might um, name even make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, if they keep playing like this, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, their defense looked terrible. Their offense is not clicking. Yeah. Um, they're not getting Antonio Brown involved a lot. Like, they're not even really trying to do a lot with him. I know. And it's, it's crazy. Um, James Conner is fine, but Le'Veon Bell makes a difference. It's Lev Bell.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? James Conner's James Conner, but that's Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah.
0: That makes a difference. I
1: know, because they actually key in on
0: him. Yeah. They key
1: on him more than they do with James Conner.
0: Yeah, it's... I don't know. Yeah. Ravens look good, and... Stillers, Stillers just yeah,
1: they look they look Stillers same just, the last
0: two weeks. Stillers are just not looking good right now. They can change it around. Yeah. For sure. They've got the talent. But will they? Yeah, Or think thing's going to start falling apart? Yeah. So let's move on to the Chiefs versus Broncos our last game.
1: Uh I want to say this before like we get more depth to the game. Uh Von Miller going into the game uh on pass rusher uh pass rushers, I guess this year I think he's uh he's pressuring the quarterback 15% of the time. And that is the highest in the NFL. And Chiefs coming in are the number one third down defense, which was surprising.
0: The Chiefs are. The wow. Chiefs
1: are the number one third down defense, and it showed up in that late in the late game situations where they were like, "We're going to play the sticks, and we're going to make you get to the sticks." Yeah. And yeah, it proved, and they ended up win the game.
0: I'll tell you what, people can say whatever they want. This was Pat Mahomes' best game, best game. Yeah, because his crucial bad situations battle through adversity. Yep. Yeah, I guess a tough
1: defense making
0: throws with his left hand. Yeah. Like come right. he, on.
1: He, he he is this generation as Brett Favre.
0: Yeah, and maybe better. Yeah. And maybe better, which is hard to think. Yeah. I know it's I know we're four games in to his, his to truly potential. his first year, but my gosh. His
1: potential is off the charts. It's
0: insane, yeah. man. And the Broncos, they didn't look that bad. They didn't look bad at Case all. Case
1: Keenum looked like a really good game manager. It, they, it's it's not it's not a psych on him either. It, he looked like a really good game manager. Their skilled players are really good. Mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay uh, came out. Royce of Freeman.
0: Phillip, Royce Freeman had a heck of a run. Yeah, uh,
1: Philip Lindsay. He he's very explosive. Undrafted rookie this year. They had two rookie running backs leading the charge, and both of them are really good. And then Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and Courtland Sutton. He can make some catches. Mm-hmm. Uh, people. He's were, making some big catches. People are saying yeah. he's he doesn't have the speed to do it. He has the speed to do it. Uh, yeah, he he's really good. Yeah, so. <laughs> the only like you probably say is uh, Garrett Bowles, the number one pick last year, who kept laying up pressures in the game. Mm-hmm. That was the only knack on the Broncos offense. Yeah. Uh,
0: Bradley Chubb was starting to get a little bit more consistent pressure. Yeah. Von Miller was getting pressure, things like that, but Pat Mahomes was making it happen. Yeah. Uh, um, and he doesn't just need Tyreek Hill. He can use anybody. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey was playing good. Uh, yeah. Kareem Hunt finally got over 100 yards. Played well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... He only had one touchdown pass, and it was his best game. Yeah. Because he had to do what a true franchise quarterback has to do when it when it matters and win the game. Yeah, I know. He wasn't getting all these open throws and all these big plays where defenses were messing up. And it was like, oh, it's all this crazy. Like, what are you going to do when the game's on the line? And he delivered. Yeah, I know. And he made crap happen. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, getting outside the pocket and throwing it. Yeah. He it, looks was, like, it looks like a mixture of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. They're they're yeah. going to
0: the playoffs. I think barring an injury, barring yeah. atrocious coaching, which I don't think Andy Reid is going to coach that bad. Yeah. Um, especially with a guy like him, they're going to the playoffs and they're going to be a dangerous team, a very dangerous team, and might I say, a Super Bowl matchup, like you said in Week Eleven, between the Rams and Chiefs, which I didn't even know they played. Yeah. So might, might I dare I say? A Super Bowl matchup? Could be Bowl... if they don't choke. So, well, Both yeah. the teams yes, choke. Yes, yes, yeah. of course. But, yeah. Chiefs are looking... They're looking and Denver's is looking good, at, too. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: Denver, yeah. They were winning on blowouts. The game got tough. Chiefs still were able to pull it yeah. out. Yeah. That gives me confidence that they're a team that's going to be, like, crazy dangerous when when things start to get real later in the season in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and, in, yeah, and Broncos... And
1: I uh, Travis Kelsey... And him worrying with clicking throughout the game. And Sammy Watkins left the game early.
0: Yeah, and he yeah. can still make crap. He doesn't need yeah. he doesn't need any like all these great receivers. He can use anybody. Yeah. He's that talented. Yeah. So Alright, let's go into our offensive and defensive players of the week. I think we both agree on I think we agree on both of them.
1: Uh who who was your offensive?
0: My offensive uh player of the week was Mitch Trubisky.
1: Alright, so you changed it. Yeah, yeah uh, simple
0: fact just because I think uh, I think he just exploded, man. Like, he played amazing.
1: I would say just give him this one. Jared Gossman had many down the road. Just give Mitch this one because this is probably going to be his best game he's ever played.
0: 354 yards yeah. on 19 completions, yeah. six touchdowns, and a 98.9 QBR yeah. and 154 um, passer rating.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, as a Bears fan myself, I was extremely happy to see this because I seen this last year, the potential it could be, and it finally pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hopefully he can sustain it throughout the season, though. Yeah, amazing performance.
0: Yeah, so me and you both had uh, Mitch Trubisky as our offensive player of the week, and then and then defensive player of the week, uh,
1: Jadavion.
0: Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, Jadavion looked Ryan like Clowney. the old clowny that everyone thought he could be. Yeah. He's been a he's been a Pro Bowl of the past couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, he's played outstanding. Yeah. But as a pass rusher, he's yeah. not really been a crazy, scary pass yeah. rusher. He's just been a great defensive end um, slash outside linebacker in that system. Yeah. And then he looked like a pass rusher mm-hmm. against the Colts. Granted, it's the Colts. Of that left tackle was not playing well. There were some yeah. things that didn't look good. But he had four tackles. All four tackles were tackles for loss. Yeah. Two sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Yeah. So, there you go. I mean, he played outstanding. Yeah. He was a big part of winning that game. They don't have that touchdown. They might lose. Yeah. Um, and he, I thought he completely deserved it. So. So, power rankings. Yeah, let's go into our power rankings. Alright start uh, off Who's your Who's your fifth team Your top my, five uh,
1: My number five Is Cincinnati I couldn't put Baltimore there Because they beat Baltimore So I'm gonna have that Head to head type thing So I'll have Cincinnati there mm-hmm. uh, You want me to do my number four I'll but, go to my five
0: Yeah The Ravens Simply because I yeah. think the Ravens team Is better than I trust the Ravens more Than I do the Bengals Yeah I do I too. have them at five I know they yeah. beat them And everything Short is off a short week Alright At home with the Bengals I got the Ravens. They're overall, they're a better team at number five. Number four, who do you got?
1: I got uh, Tennessee. Just Ooh. they've they've impressed me. Their defense is solid. Their offense is solid. Now I just want to see them uh, see them sustain that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sustain we'll see. that. Yeah, and they All have right. ones over Jacksonville and Philly, Philly. Yeah. So yeah, that's why they're number four. Yeah, I mean, run yeah. Them
0: they got some of the best teams in the league. Yeah. All right. My number four team is the Chicago Bears. Offense finally started to click. Yeah. Their defense is outstanding. They are. Not just a defense that's going to stop you, yeah. but they're a defense that can take over and win a game by mm-hmm. themselves. With add on with Mitch Trubisky, what we just said he did. Yeah. If that if he can sustain even just obviously he's not gonna throw six touchdown passes a game, but if he can throw two, three, get everybody involved and the run game yeah. starts picking up, the Bears are a scary team. Yeah. So who's your third?
1: My three is uh New Orleans. I just think uh okay, yeah,
0: I got the same. Yeah, I right, <laughs> so
1: just uh, Hall of Fame quarterback and your game
0: Mark Ingram back this week into three and one. And Alvin Kamara yeah. has been playing crazy good, in yeah. both running back and receiver. Yeah, along and with they, Michael Thomas.
1: And that takes a, and he's gonna be fresher during the games because Mark Ingram's back too. Give him and their a defense actually stepped up this week, so
0: yeah, so. they they're a dangerous team. Watch mm-hmm. out, because Drew Brees. Yeah. Finally looking like Drew Brees again. <laughs> so yeah, we both agreed. Saints at three. Number two. Casey. Okay. And
1: then we have to say number one, two,
0: yeah, but yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah Chiefs, the number, yeah. Pat Mahomes, outstanding. Offense, insanely explosive. Their yeah. defense is a question mark, mm-hmm. but they impressed the heck out of me. When it counted most, yeah. they got crap done. Mm-hmm. They got it done. Yeah, they did. And I think they really so need to uh should be number two.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you, yeah.
0: So, and number one?
1: Is uh, the Rams, uh, just the number one overall complete team. Nobody's going to beat them this year. They're going to go undefeated i oh, stop. I'm, I'm saying it right now. They're going to No,
0: week they're four. not. Now that you say that they're going to lose this week, I should probably pick against them now. But uh, they've yeah. got the best player, Aaron Donald, in the league, in my opinion. You've got a guy in Jared Goff who's not just being yeah. a system quarterback, but playing insane, dropping dimes to people yeah. that not just any quarterback can make. Mm-hmm. Like, dropping dimes. Uh, Todd Gurley yeah. doing what Todd Gurley does. They've got an amazing receiving core. And of course, Sean McVay. Just being what Sean McVay is.
1: You want to run through them real quick again?
0: So run through them again. My top five. My top five is the uh, Rams at number one, the Chiefs at two, Saints at three, Bears at four, and Ravens at five.
1: And I'll count down. Uh, My top five is uh, number five, Cincinnati, four Tennessee Titans, uh, three New Orleans Saints, two Kansas City Chiefs, and number one is the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Alrighty, So let's move on. We're gonna do this uh, quarterly award So the yeah. awards through the first four games of the season, mm-hmm. we're already one fourth yeah. through the season, which is insane. Time flies. And uh, um, we're gonna run down MVP, defensive player, offensive players of the year, coach of the year, and then offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I'll go with my MVP first. I think we could both have the same one. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Pat
1: Mahomes uh, I'll do the yards. You want, I'll do. Uh, he has uh, twelve hundred yards. Uh, 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Which is huge. And uh, 65% completion percentage,
0: And an 89.5 QBR. Yeah. Outstanding. He's playing lights out. Yeah,
1: and he showed he can battle through adversity last week. Yeah. And he's not, a top five defense.
0: He's not just getting all these fluff yeah. stats against open coverages and stuff and breakdowns and coverages. Yeah. He can play when it counts. Yeah. And make insane improvisational throws when it matters. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. We both agree uh,
1: Khalil Mack Khalil Mack uh, Yeah <laughs> Yeah I'll, I'll do it Since it's my team The uh, He has 14 tackles This year
0: 17 uh, total
1: so Yeah 17 total uh, Yeah 14 solo I should say uh, 5 sacks 3 uh, 3 uh, Strip sacks 4 uh, 4 strips
0: 4 4 fumbles.
1: No he had the one uh, Sam Bradford was, was running That was a sack He wasn't even Across the line of scrimmage yet like, i don't know, they counted the sack, I guess we'll yeah, say, PS4. Sure that, yeah, PS4 that's, the whole,
0: that's the whole record, the strip sacks. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I thought that. I yeah. don't know, I was thinking of the plates, so, right, so we'll go on. <laughs> he has one reception, one touchdown. He's outperforming the whole entire defense of the Oakland Raiders. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: He's playing outstanding. He is the difference maker on that Bears team. Yeah. Bears, like we said earlier, top ten defense with him. Yeah. They're the, like the second or third ranked defense. Um. Playing outstanding. He's a game changer, a guy that's going yeah. to take over games and win them for you. Yeah. So, You're going to do offensive player? Offensive player of the year. Uh, yeah, mine is Alvin Kamara. I think he's playing outstanding, running and passing. 56 rushes for 275 yards, which is eighth best in rushing. Five touchdowns, uh, rushing touchdowns, which is tied for first with Carlos Hyde. 35 receptions as a running back, which is third in the entire league. Third in the entire league. No other running back even comes close. No other running back's in the top 30 for receptions. He has 336 yards, which is 15th out of all players, which is insane, and he has one receiving touchdown. He's playing lights out. He was the guy I picked to win Offensive Player of the Year. If he keeps these numbers up and can get 1,000 and 1,000 or 800, 900, and multiple touchdowns, I think think he could win it, and I think he's playing outstanding.
1: Yeah, so – my offensive player of the year is uh, Michael Thomas. Okay. Uh, same, same team. Yeah, same team. Uh, on 44 targets, he's caught 42 balls. Leads the league in that. Uh, he has 442 yards uh, and averages 10.6 yards a catch and mm-hmm. uh, has three touchdowns. Yeah, he's playing and outstanding. I don't know what you – and he had an off game last week. Yeah. So, I don't know what you can ask from a receiver at <laughs> yeah. that point. Yeah, Yeah,
0: he's playing outstanding. He, I, yeah. he, It was between him and Alvin Kamara, really, yeah. who I was wanting to pick.
1: And I think me and you both have the same offensive and defensive rookie of the years. Well,
0: let's go to Coach first. You want to do Coach? Coach first. I'll let you go, Coach. I got Sean McVay. Uh, 4-0 record. Yeah. Rams are just looking like the best overall team in football. Man, I think that's really, that's really all I need to say. Yeah, I think they're uh, Super Bowl favorites.
1: <laughs> uh, I would have picked him, but this coach has surprised me so much. And Mike Vrabel.
0: Okay, yeah, he, okay. He has, okay uh, that's good. That's good. He,
1: uh, he beat Houston. Okay uh, He beat uh, uh, You Jackson- know what
0: I might take mine back Nah that's a good one though Yeah he <laughs>
1: might, he, he beat Jacksonville In Jacksonville Okay And then he beat Philadelphia three out four, Three, uh, three fourth down calls And one of them Was in field goal range Last week against Philadelphia And then they ended up Pulling it out mm-hmm. He's a gusty play caller And I like to see that And the only loss That he's had Came in a seven hour game That had three delays
0: Yep. Had to add on, and that was the first week of the season. So your players aren't. They're like, on a three-game win streak. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And they beat Jags, like you said, and the Eagles. Yeah. So yeah, hey, that's actually a good one. I'm kind of <laughs> excited to do that. All right, let's go to the offensive and defensive yeah. rookies of the year. I think we agree on both of them. Mhm. Uh, you go with the offensive rookie. I'll take defensive rookie. All
1: right, so I'll go with uh, Calvin Redley. Mm-hmm. Uh And me, you did too. Uh, on fifteen, uh, on twenty-one targets, he's caught fifteen balls. Has two hundred sixty four yards receiving and six touchdowns
0: which leads the league. Yeah. Um, so He's explosive, man. He had
1: a terrible first game and then has come back in these next three games and just killed him. Killed. It. Like yeah. just
0: played outstanding. Um, he's, he's definitely the clear number two, I would say. He's I think he's definitely surpassed Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. Um, and I, I they the can Bears, put him at they can put him in a lot of places. I wish the
1: Bears would have traded up and got him. He's because we were about to and then they, obviously, the uh, trade negotiations didn't work out, but yeah, yes. we're about to go up and get him. So,
0: but yeah, I agree with Calvin Ridley. I think yeah. right now, I, I was considering Saquon, but I think um, Calvin's been more consistent. Than I wouldn't even say consistent as much as I think he's just made some. Just he's like clearly, he, yeah. clearly been it versus. Yeah. You know, Saquon, I like I like him a lot. I think he's played great, but I think uh, Calvin's played better. Yeah. And defensive play of the year, I think we both agree, is mm-hmm. Darius Leonard. For the Colts, mm, yeah. uh, linebacker who was picked in the second round, who I've said numerous times, I watched real tape on I loved everything I saw. 54 tackles, uh, yeah. total tackles, first in the league. Um, four sacks, which he's tied fourth in the yeah. league with. One forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and he's had two pass deflections. Um, he's playing outstanding. The only reason the Colts defense um, has played any type of defense at all is because he's there making the plays, doing what needs to be done yeah. as a rookie. So I'm excited as a Colts fan myself to see what he's going to be able to do yeah, for the next five, six, seven, eight years. Um, but as a rookie, doing what he's doing, man. And I know tackles are kind of a mis- misleading stat, but what he's been able to do for our defense overall. yeah, um, Even in our secondary, when, like, last game wasn't they didn't play well, but the first three weeks of the season, he was the reason they played outstanding. Um, and that's why he's defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. So, all right, that concludes our episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, sorry it was a little late. Next week it'll be on Tuesday morning. It'll be back on schedule. Yeah. Um, Why, just like I said earlier, had to take care of some tests and studying. Yeah. You know, that stuff's more important. Um, and then tomorrow morning we'll be, I know it's a short turnaround, but tomorrow morning we'll be back with our uh, week five predictions, which is insane. It's already week five. I'm going to give you our thoughts on all those games and maybe if a little bit of news pops up.
1: And uh, prayers out to Tyler Eifert and yeah, that yeah. terrible injury prayers that he out, suffered.
0: Yeah, prayers out to that man and his family and him especially, man. I, I hate to see that. Yeah. So, uh, And to the Tennessee State football player.
1: Oh, yeah. the uh, He had a – something happened. He collapsed. on. He collapsed like after the play and they had to uh, rush him off. So, yeah, had so, immediate surgery.
0: Me, yeah. m- uh, immediate emergency brain surgery. Yeah. He's, they're saying he's doing better every day. Good to hear, but hopefully he makes a full recovery. So thank you guys for listening. Follow us on social media at VarsityGinger55 for Wyatt, underscore Sparky, underscore four. Yeah. Um, And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great one. See ya.